RTHK News. It's one o'clock. I'm Andrew Shirovsky. The headlines. The government says its new one-off pandemic relief measure will help up to 300,000 unemployed people. Hong Kong is expected to report more than 1,500 new COVID cases later today, the fourth consecutive day that cases top 1,000. And the Los Angeles Rams beat the Cincinnati Bengals 23-20 to win their second Super Bowl championship in franchise history. The government says up to 300,000 unemployed people will be eligible for its one-off pandemic relief measure. Officials are seeking $27 billion in funding from the Legislative Council tomorrow to support businesses and workers affected by social distancing measures brought in to curb the Omicron outbreak. Timmy Song reports. Officials say stringent social distancing measures are hitting businesses and the labor market, and the unemployment rate is expected to rise. They said given the unprecedented scale and intensity of the measures, the government decided to launch a temporary unemployment relief scheme for lower to middle income workers who have been laid off since the end of December. Eligible workers earning less than $30,000 a month will get a one-off subsidy of $10,000. Officials expect to distribute money in April. In all, the government said it plans 48 measures to help 67,000 businesses, 750,000 people and transport operators. For example, depending on the size of the restaurant, each licensee can get up to $500,000. Hair salons that were recently ordered to close are eligible for a subsidy of up to $50,000, depending on how many workers they employ. Hong Kong is expected to report more than 1,500 new COVID cases later today, sources told RTHK. That would mark the fourth consecutive day that positive test results have topped 1,000. The high level of infections has prompted health officials to appeal to patients with mild or no symptoms to wait at home to be taken to hospitals or isolation facilities. Officials said they'd prioritize hospitalizing the elderly, children, and those in a serious condition because the Omicron outbreak is straining the health system. A community organizer in Discovery Bay has expressed concern about the number of domestic helpers there who have recently tested positive for COVID-19. Jonathan Chow from DB Watchdog was commenting after the entire district was hit by a compulsory testing order last week after sewage samples and some residents tested positive. He said residents were concerned after at least seven residential buildings in Discovery Bay found COVID cases. Mr. Chow said some of those helpers who tested tested positive lived away from their employers and urged the government to investigate the situation. Most of the domestic helpers, they actually live in boarding houses in Nim Shu Wan uh, rather than living in their uh, their families. And what I can tell you is that the condition, the living condition in Nim Shu Wan is unsatisfactory. It's unsatisfactory. Uh, and it will bring great risk to us, uh, not only the, the residents of DB, but also the residents in Ping Chau and Mui Wo, or even the whole Lantau district. So this is the information that I received uh, yesterday, and uh, we really hope the government uh, officials can, uh, can take a look of it and see how we can deal with the uh, domestic helpers uh, diagnosed cases. A government advisor on COVID vaccines, Lao Yu Lung, has called on the government to arrange outreach teams as soon as possible to give Sinovac vaccines for children as young as three. Parents can make bookings for their children from tomorrow on. He says the teams can administer the shots at kindergartens and primary schools. Professor Lao told an RTHK program millions of young children around the world have received Sinovac jabs. 
A representative of cross-border truck drivers has expressed concern that prices for vegetables and some fresh meat will stay high for the foreseeable future because many drivers are stuck in three-week quarantines. The Hong Kong Guangdong Transportation Drivers and Employees Association's Chong Yuk Fai says only around 50 drivers are still working. Speaking on RTHK, Mr. Jung called on mainland officials to allow Hong Kong drivers to collect goods directly from mainland farms rather than at collection points. Police have charged a man with the murder of his friend in Wong Tai Sin last week. The 59-year-old will be brought to the Kowloon City, Kowloon City Court for, uh, for mention later this afternoon. He's also facing two drug-related charges. The suspect was arrested last Friday in connection with the death of the 39-year-old man who was found lying unconscious with chest injuries at a public housing unit in Choi Hung Estate. Overseas now, and the Canadian police have now cleared protesters who had blocked an important border crossing to Detroit for nearly a week, severely disrupting trade. Truck drivers who oppose mandatory COVID-19 vaccinations had led the protests on the Ambassador Bridge in Windsor, Ontario. The White House welcomed the news, saying the blockage had severely disrupted trade. Windsor City's police chief, Pamela Mizuno, warned protesters against returning to the scene. We are moving as fast as we can. However, we, may, we need to make sure that this is a safe and sustainable solution. In addition, any unlawful activity in the area will not be tolerated and officers will take the necessary action to keep the peace and traffic flowing. There will be criminal consequences for those who interfere with or interrupt traffic flow. Ukraine has asked for talks with Moscow and other members of a key European security group within 48 hours to discuss the buildup of Russian forces on its border. Ukraine's foreign minister, Dmitry Kuleba, said Moscow should be transparent about its plans. Russia denies plans to invade Ukraine despite massing more than 100,000 troops on the border. Ukraine's ambassador to Britain, Vadim Pristaiko, said his country may contemplate shelving its ambition to join NATO to avoid military conflict. We are flexible trying to find the best, best way out. If, if we have to go through, through some serious, I don't know, concessions, that's something we might do. That's, that's for sure. This has been a key Russian demand. In other developments, Ukraine's President Volodymyr Zelensky has invited President Biden to visit. Environmental campaigners say big banks are still helping to finance new oil and gas production projects, despite their pledges to reduce carbon emissions. A report by the London-based campaign group Share Action says there were big reductions in such financing across the banking sector last year, but urged investors to force banks to demand environmental plans from fossil fuel firms before funding them. The BBC's Ramzan Karmali has more details. We could see that uh, for the first nine months of the fiscal year. The report says a number of major banks, including HSBC and Barclays, are still backing new oil and gas projects, despite being part of a green banking group, the Net Zero Banking Alliance. The International Energy Agency says if the world is to have a 50% chance of limiting global warming to 1.5 degrees, which experts say is crucial to avoid irreversible climate change, then there can be no investment in new oil and gas fields. HSBC topped the table last year, investing an estimated £6.4 billion. But this was a big drop from 2020, when it pumped in over double that amount. Back locally, accounting firm KPMG has forecast a budget deficit of $37 billion, close to one-third of Financial Secretary Paul Chan's estimate. It says that's because income revenue from land sales is better than expected. KPMG's tax partner Alice Leung says the forecast is not over-optimistic. 
we could say that uh, for the first nine months of the fiscal year, Hong Kong government has already reported a much higher than premium income, which was 123 billion, while the full year estimate was 97.6 billion. So even with the nine months results, it has been already much better than the full year estimates. Because the firm expects the SAR to have a healthy fiscal reserve that can sustain 15 months of expenditure, it urged the government to spend more to revive the economy and recommended repeating the $5,000 consumption voucher scheme, but with a portion crafted to target COVID-hit industries, such as the catering and entertainment sectors. Here's another tax partner, Stanley Ho. It might take up to months or half a year to have the pandemic situation being under control. That is the time that the government could roll out those consumption vouchers to boost up the economy, just like what we encountered last year during the second half of the year, where you would see some of the months do have a very significant increase or boost in terms of the local consumption. A short time ago, the Hang Seng Index was at 24,606. That's 300 points down on the previous close. Turnover stands at $65 billion. In currency, the U.S. dollar will buy you 115.48 yen. The euro is standing at 1 U.S. dollar and 13 cents. And the pound is worth 10 Hong Kong dollars and 55 cents. The hometown Los Angeles Rams have beaten the Cincinnati Bengals 23-20 to win their second Super Bowl championship in franchise history. With the win, the Rams, whose last NFL title came 22 years ago when they were based in St. Louis, joined last year's Tampa Bay Buccaneers as the only teams to win a Super Bowl on their home field. An estimated 100 million people tuned in around the world to watch the game. Performers at the halftime show included Dr. Dre, Snoop Dogg, Kendrick Lamar, Mary J. Blige, and Eminem. The Court of Arbitration for Sport concluded a hearing on teenage Russian figure skater Kamila Velieva earlier today and is expected to announce its ruling around 2 p.m. local time when the 15-year-old has a scheduled practice session. The Court of Arbitration is ruling on an appeal by the IOC, the World Anti-Doping Agency, and the International Skating Union against the Russian Anti-Doping Agency lifting Velieva's provisional ban after she's tested positive for a banned angina drug last year. California-born Eileen Gu, the face of the Beijing Games after winning freestyle skiing gold for China last week, held her nerve to qualify for the slopestyle final. The 18-year-old sensation was in 11th place after a mediocre first run, but fought back with a score of 79.38 in her second run. That put her in third place. Estonia's Kelly Sadaru topped qualifying in first place, followed by Norway's Johan, Johanna Kili on 86. Kelly Humphreys of the United States won the gold medal in the monobob. Elena Myers-Taylor, also of the United States, took silver. And Christine De Bruin from Canada won the bronze. U.S. snowboarder Jamie Anderson failed to qualify for the Big Air Finals. At her, first, at her third Olympics, the two-time gold medalist didn't land her signature trick, a cap double underflip, in her first two runs. Anderson also failed to retain her gold medal in the women's slopestyle competition last week, finishing ninth. In football's English Premier League, Liverpool kept pressure on the leaders Manchester City by beating bottom side Burnley 1-0 at Turf Moor. The BBC's John Murray was watching. 
Liverpool had to work for this one, both against a Burnley side that were never out of it and the relentless rain and wind of Lancashire. The first half was evenly contested in terms of chances, but Liverpool scored what turned out to be the winning goal shortly before the break. An Alexander-Arnold corner was glanced on by the head of Africa Cup winner Sadio Mane and forced over the line by Fabinho as the midfielder scored his fifth goal in his last seven appearances. Liverpool goalkeeper Alisson was made to work for what was a hard-earned clean sheet, but an injury to their new striker Wout Veghorst was a further setback for a Burnley side who remained bottom of the table. To Brazilian international Fabinho scored the winner, his fifth goal in seven games. This was his reaction after the game. I'm surprised with my, <laughs> my form, but uh, I try to, to always be alive in the set piece because I know when we score, we, you are always confident that the ball will come to you always. So yes, I was lucky after Sadio deflection, the ball came to me. I was alive and I could score the, the winning goal. Liverpool are nine points behind the leaders Manchester City and have a game in hand, but the Reds boss Jurgen Klopp says they aren't looking at the standings. It's nine points, then it's 12 points, because most of the time they've played now before us. So if we would have a look at that, it was constantly, what? They are not, not, they're out of reach, actually. So, But of course, we you know, when we win and there's a game in hand, but that's Leeds at home. They fight for survival as well. It's not that we won that game already. So these, these things are really, really difficult, and that's why we don't think really about it. Craig Dawson scored a 90th minute equaliser for West Ham in a two-all draw away to Leicester City. Fourth-place West Ham moved a point above fifth-place Manchester United in the table. The Hammers midfielder Declan Rice felt a point was at the least they deserved. I think it's because of the way, you know, we push each other as lads. Um, see what the manager's driving on, you know, in training, in games. You know, in my opinion, we could have been 2-3 up in the first half and the game would have looked very different. Obviously, the penalty swings in their favour and then it's a game of two halves, but to get the equaliser there at the end, you know, it was a big point for us considering where we are in the, in the table and where we want to get to. Wolves scored a 2-0 win away at Tottenham with goals from Raul Jimenez and Leander Dendonker. Wolves are up to seventh in the table, just four points outside the Champions League qualification places with games in hand on those around them. Manager Bruno Lage believes his team have a chance to do something special this season. Uh, where we can go depends on our character. That's the, the challenge now, to have the character because we have personality to play like this. We have the ambition to, to, to conquer good things. Now, depending on the, the character, or I'm here to play my game and to, to, to make a lot of pressure for, for the other teams. Spurs' three, a third straight league defeat leaves them eighth in the table. Manager Antonio Conte was, was not impressed with his players' commitment. If you go, you want to to try to 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 be competitive. You want to try to to fight for something important. And uh, I said them that uh, the only commitment is not good enough. If you want to try to fight for something important. And looking at the weather, mainly cloudy, dry in the afternoon, with uh, moderate to fresh north to northeasterly winds. The outlook: sunny periods in the next few days, windy with a few rain patches in the middle and latter parts of this week. Temperatures will fall over the weekend. Currently, the temperature is 20 degrees Celsius. Relative humidity: 55 percent. And that's the news from RTHK.
circuit switched to overload And nobody's gonna go to school today She's gonna make them stay at home Daddy doesn't understand it He always said she was good as gold And he can see no reasons Cause there are no reasons What reason do you need to be shown?
Good afternoon and welcome to the 123 Show with me, Sadia Usmani. Hope you've had a great weekend. On the show today after 1.30, another guest on lockdown. Blake Evans Pritchard, a journalist covering the insurance sector in Asia, will be joining me to tell me his five choices of items that he would pack in his suitcase if he was locked down in quarantine. He 